Hey everyone, welcome to the Grind Together podcast. We're the Grinders. I'm Lauren. And I'm Matt. And on this podcast, we want to create opportunities for growth through real conversation. Let's go. If you or someone you know is struggling with suicidal thoughts, please contact the Suicide in Crisis Lifeline at 988. Hey everybody, we are back. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Um, yeah, just to, to kind of preface this a little bit, this is not what we plan on talking about. It's not this week. We feel, we feel like we should talk about it though. So absolutely knowing us, that's what we do. We had something <laughs> very lighthearted planned for tonight. Yeah. Especially with this episode launching on Christmas, I was like, we can't talk about this. It seems too sad, but I don't know. We feel you and I both like can't stop thinking about it. We can't stop. I don't know. It's it's big and heavy and it feels right. And I think we always follow our gut. So why would we not do it? And that's the thing as well. I think it's just a testament to like living authentically. And, and if we're doing what we're called to and saying what comes to our heart, I think <clears throat> I don't know if I've shared this with you or with anybody else, but like my number one fear, like if somebody were to ask me what my biggest fear was, it would be to receive inspiration or to receive um, something truly from God in my heart and in my head and in my mind and not share that. And this is something that I feel so called to, to be able to um, just shed light on the fact that suicide's a real thing. And like I would be doing myself a disservice and everybody out there to service if I don't share about the experiences that I've been through so somebody else can actually um, cope or relate and then ultimately stay here longer. Right? Yeah. I so. love that. <laughs> so, uh, I really yeah. I love that. This episode is, uh, it's about preventing suicide, guys. Um, can't be more blunt than that. Yeah. So if this is triggering for you or if you have little ears listening and you don't want them to hear... Yeah. Maybe pop some AirPods in and stick with us because I think it's important. <laughs> I do. I think suicide and, and mental health are things that we tend to to brush under the rug until we don't anymore. And then mm-hmm. it's all everybody talks about or it's like so shameful or I don't know, like all the things like we, we don't talk about until we're forced to talk about it. And I think that that's a problem. Like I saw a post the other day of like, how do you talk to your kids about suicide? Yeah. And I was like, whoa, I I don't know. I haven't thought about it. We have four kids. I don't know how I would talk to our kids about suicide. Mm-hmm. Have I worried about them in in that realm? A hundred percent. And they're little. So I know that topic and I know the conversation has to come up, but like, why do we dance around the topic of suicide? Well, I mean, because it's uncomfortable if you if I'm asking in if I'm answering your question, it's super uncomfortable to even have the thought that somebody would do that to themselves, um, let alone yourself. Yeah. Right. And also the, the thing that's even more uncomfortable than that is admitting to anyone and yourself that you have, have actually thought about it. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you've had feelings of like, Hey, I've actually wanted to hurt myself or, um, even gone down the road of how you would do it that's a scary thing to share with people. And I don't think that we believe ourselves as much as we should 
when it comes to that, because I think that a lot of people out there have suicidal thoughts. Um, and if you are somebody that has suicidal thoughts, then like we are with you and we've been down that road and we're going to share a little bit about our, our experience that way and our journey to get to where we're at. Um, but I don't think that people take, like, it's always, it's always like the, Oh yeah, I've thought about it, but I could never do it. Right. And the most difficult part about that is, is I think that the people that actually take action on it also think that same way. And so it's a slippery slope. And the reason that we, okay, if we, let's just jump into this. The reason that we talk about it and that I talk about it so much and that it's such a big part of my life is because when, um, I've just been affected by it so much. There's been so many people in my life that I know that have either been close to me or, um, like close acquaintances that have taken their lives. Yeah. And I'm just like, there has to be a reason that all of this is happening so close to me. And then that it's also inside of me that I also feel these things that I also think about these things. Right. Um, and I think this is it. I think our per- like my purpose honestly is to share what I've been through and to again, just like help other people know that they're not alone in this. Yeah. Right. So, um, but I, I do want to say that is that like, if people do have thoughts, um, or you've thought about how you would do it or like where it would happen or even like why you would do it. Um, we like to tend to think that we don't take ourselves as seriously as, as, um, we could be. And I think that that, not that it's dangerous, but at the same time, if you are that person, I think that you definitely, um, should reach out to someone and just share your thoughts, share what you've been through, share what you're thinking about. And I promise that the next person, the the person sitting next to you, the person you decide to share with, isn't going to judge you. They're not going to think less of you. And they're also not going to think that you're going to like have to be in this psych ward because I've thought that as well. Right. Really? Um, you're a normal person and people go through this every single day. Right. And these thoughts are normal. They need to be addressed, but like people do have them and you're not alone in having them. Right. So I like that. Yeah. Um, I was thinking back to like when, while you were talking about that kind of where we, it's funny that you're like, talk to somebody. Cause if someone think like you're, you're going to think that someone's going to put you in a psych ward. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because I've had those thoughts of like, I can't talk about this because then something's wrong with me. And I think I'm probably more on like the realm of like, I've thought about it. I've had the thoughts. Um, I had the thoughts in high school. I had like the thoughts like mm-hmm. through growing up and granted, like, the motive behind it has changed and I don't think I ever got really, really, really serious about it until like probably two years ago was probably the first time I like thought about it, took it seriously. Right. And it was like, it was very scary to me because it was like for the first time. And and I think that that's like where you're like, we don't take ourselves seriously in it until we do. Mm -hmm. And it was like, that was me where it was like, I thought about it, I thought about it, I thought about it. And it took one night to be like, whoa, I almost did something. Like yeah. I, I wasn't, you know, like I, I was, I was in a, I was in a very, very low like mindset. I was, I was in, I was in my basement, like we call it. Mm-hmm. I was, and I had been there for a while. And I think that that's also the other thing that 
can be so I'm gonna, like I'm gonna say scary about it is that you can be in the depths for so long and people don't know nobody has any idea and so it's like talk to somebody and it's like that was probably the scariest thing I ever did was say something to you about it mm-hmm. and you were the only person I had ever said anything about it to um and the only reason I felt like I could even talk to you about it was because you had talked to me about it yeah and it was a very like surface level conversation like it wasn't even as deep as we've gotten in conversation now where we're at but like it's scary to go to somebody and say like hey I had thoughts of this and I was gonna do this or Mm -hmm. like I almost wasn't here last night or I wasn't like and I'm scared and I don't I don't know and I don't need to go to like Maybe I do need to go somewhere. Maybe I do need to check myself in somewhere and that's okay. Yeah. But I need help. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and I think it's nice to know like if if you are in a relationship to know that the other person is in that in that state because if you don't feel like you can help, mm-hmm. I feel like you can ask other people for help or at least let other people know like, hey, this is where we're at. We need help. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think the long and the short of it is the fact that like when somebody is going through that stage of life or going through those thoughts, you're, you don't want to share with anyone. Uh-uh. And it's like, it is the hardest thing. And even sitting here saying like, yeah, just share with somebody, right? Oh, like no, just so tell hard. somebody like, no, I'm not going to do that. Why would I ever tell anybody that I'm going through this? Um, so I get that, right? Because like the main things that come up around um, when you're actually in those thoughts are shame and judgment. Yeah. Right. Like I feel so guilty for the things that I'm doing. Um, I feel so shameful because of them. Everybody else is judging me for the things that I'm doing. Um, thoughts that have always gone through my head are like, does anyone actually even know I'm here? Yeah. Or does anybody actually see me for who I am or for what I'm doing? Honestly, it would probably just be easier if I wasn't here. Like their lives would go on just the same without me. Yeah. Right. Um, and I know you've thought that if you're one of these people. And the hardest part about getting out of that is realizing that none of that is true. And that all of the guilt, all of the shame, all of the judgment, you're actually putting on yourself, right? Yeah, society weighs it on pretty thick and heavy. Yeah, our parents or like our religious background or whatever it is weighs it on pretty thick and heavy. But at the same time, we are literally doing it to ourselves and beating ourselves up and pushing ourselves down, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the crazy thing is, is that you think that you are mentally unstable. You think you're crazy. Oh yeah, no. I'm like, you're talking and I can think of like <laughs> an actual moment where I was like, I am certifiably psycho, like a psycho. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I have learned though, is that people that are, that can go to the lows that you and I have gone to, that can actually think about taking their lives are actually superheroes. Like genuinely superheroes. Um, because you're able to go to people's basement, basement level where everything's dirty, everything's messy, nothing is clean. Um, life isn't pretty. You're able to go down there for yourself 
And guess what? I guarantee you've also seen the other side of things where things are just perfect. And what that does is it helps you relate just like we are with you right now to everyone that's also been there. We always say all the time, if you are just living in apathy, then you're not living. But if you're going to your lows and if you're going to your highs, that's when life actually starts. And so even though you think that you feeling like this, where you shouldn't be around or whatever it is, honestly, what that is, is it's just waking you up to the fact that you need to change something in your life. And yes, it's going to be fucking hard, but guess what? It's so worth it. And once you do it, your superpower now becomes that you get to share that you went to this spot in your life with somebody else. So they don't have to go there anymore. And that's what we've learned throughout this whole process that we've done because our very first episode on this podcast was about the same exact thing. And it's interesting because Lauren and I sat down right before we even knew what we were going to talk about before we've turned into coaches and all of the shit that we've done. And we were like, what should we talk about? And I literally looked at you and I said, well, might as well talk about the hardest thing it is to talk about the very first time. Yeah. And I remember we were scared to put it out. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I think it's interesting we're talking about it now. Um, just because, like like oh. we said, oh, sorry. What no, I was just going to say, whatever you were going to share, I want to share something after. Oh, okay. Um, I was just funny, like, it. I was like, we should do a lighthearted episode. And we're like, <laughs> no, we're going to talk about suicide and depression. And, um, and I don't think that there's, like, much coincidence in talking about it just because like we are entering a new year and we are entering a time of year where it's like there's a, a lot of pressure in like did I achieve my goals I set last year and the what's this new year going to look like and maybe your year didn't go as planned and I think there's like a lot of there can be a lot of negatives when when you're like doing the whole goal planning and you're doing the whole, like, I think goals are great. Yeah. But this time of year is scary in a lot of, in a lot of ways, because like you said, you, you kind of got to go deep mm -hmm. and you have to look at what you've, or you don't have to, but a lot, most people do because that's what you're told to do. Yeah. And you sit and you like, you have to see what you did and you're going to see everybody's highlight reels and you're going to see, all the things that they accomplished and the trips they went on, the things that they bought and the weight that they lost. And maybe you didn't accomplish any of that. And like, I know that even if you did, mm -hmm. there's still a huge part that you feel like you completely failed. <laughs> and it sucks. And I think that's why we're like, okay, Let's talk about this because even though the new year is supposed to be full of like so much like hope and happiness, a lot of people fucking dread it. I know my lowest of lows typically happen in February, the end of January and February. Because you didn't hit your goals that you set in January or why? Um, no, because... Be and I like feel like an idiot saying this because like we literally <laughs> run our business off of social media. Yeah. But social media sucks. 
It does. It sucks so bad. Um, because you're, you're not ever doing anything right. You yell at your kids too much. You don't look a certain way. You don't make enough money. You don't eat the healthy shit or you're eating too healthy or do you know what I'm like? You don't have enough hoppies or you have too many. Um, it's just all the things like it's, it's all the things. And we sit and we scroll and we get consumed in all of this and we just never like, you can't catch a break. It doesn't matter what you're doing or what you're accomplishing. You can't catch a break. Truthfully, sorry. Don't apologize. So I think that's why. And so it's February and February rolls around and it's just more of what am I not doing or what have I not started or what have I, you know, all the, all the shit. Hmm. I would, I, and it's like, and when, when is enough enough? Like when, when do you get to decide for yourself to be happy with what you have? And that's a hard mindset to get into. I said that to you the other day with this whole like weight thing going on with me. <laughs> and I was like, I've been really skinny, yeah. been so skinny and so fit or so healthy, whatever the hell you want to fucking call it nowadays. Yeah. So I don't get backlash for it. I've been very fit, like the most fit ever I've ever been. And I've been freaking very overweight. And in both circumstances, I've been so self-conscious and so miserable. Yeah. So like, when is enough enough? When do I get to decide? Well, everything you're talking about is comparison. And the realization that no one is you is really hard. And that you don't have to be anybody but yourself is really, really hard. And it keeps us in this downward spiral of we're not doing enough. We aren't good enough. We'll never amount to this. And so why try? Especially like, um, I wouldn't even put an age group to it or a time in your life. It literally is every single year of your life, right? Yeah. Um, like whether you're a teenager and like you're not doing what you should be doing like scholastically or religiously and you think that because of the things that you've done there's no way out of it right like oh i messed up with a girl um or like i'm not getting the grades that i should be getting and so i think that my family is going to think this way Like my friends are going to think this way. I'm not going to be able to like, everybody's going to judge me and I can't handle that. Just be better if I'm not here. Same thing. If you're like newly married, if you're our age, if you're older, there's always somebody that, that like air quotes has something better than you or has a life that looks better than you. Um, so yeah, you're right. I think the, the ultimate question is just comes down to when is Lauren good enough? And when is Matt good enough? When are you listening good enough? 
And the answer is right now. Yeah. Um, the answer is what we've talked about so many times on this podcast. And if you're listening for the first time, then it'll be new to you. But your situation right now is the exact situation that you should be in for your life. It's perfect. And the reason that it's perfect is because this is what's happening. And it is that simple. There is nothing else that could be happening to you right now. If you live in the present moment, if you live in the past and you think about all the stuff that has happened or you didn't happen, or if you live in the future, all the stuff that you think you should be doing, you're going to drive yourself crazy. And these thoughts will continually come up. But if you realize that your life is absolutely perfect right now, because that's the only outcome that there can be. That's a lot lighter on your mind and you are enough. You have everything you need. And literally if you choose to be something different right now, you can. And if you choose to think positively right now, you can, but it has to happen right now. It's not in the past. It's not in the future. It's right now. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think where suicidal thoughts come in is where the comparison game, just like you said, just gets super, super loud. And all of those thoughts of like the things that I'm not accomplishing just start weighing you down, weighing you down, weighing you down. But guess what? It goes back to like what I said at the very beginning. It's us doing it to ourselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There might be outside influences like bullies or like some bitchy woman or whatever it is. Right. But at the same time, you're the one that chooses to believe it. Right. Yeah. Like you're the one that actually takes those words from an outside source and implants them into your being. Right. But like we always say is that you are not your thoughts. And so if you take your thoughts and you put them in front of you as a person, you would never speak to that person and you would never let anybody talk to you the way that you, your thoughts usually talk to you. Right. Um, like I'll say it again, the, the book that changed my life, the book that changed my perspective on everything is called the untethered soul. And what they teach in that is literally to get out of your thoughts and to drop into your body and to understand that like, if you are present with yourself and you start thinking with your heart and start feeling, and you dismiss all of the negative thoughts that are inside of your head, that's when you become an actual whole person. Yeah. And that's when these thoughts start going away. That's when you can actually control your situations. That's when you like can start to breathe and stay balanced and aligned. Right. But if we are continually just staying in our head, continually staying in our ego and our thoughts, um, that gets really, really fucking loud, really, really fast. Right. Um, and so there's a lot of methods that we have to like actually get out of your head. Um, but simply enough, you just need to know that like your situation is perfect and you always have the the opportunity to change it, which is really cool, but really, really hard to see in the moment. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you a question and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> well, I want to talk about why we actually sat down tonight to talk about this, right? Okay. Um, so I was, I had just gotten out of the shower and I got a text from Lauren Yes. and she said, um, there was another person that I saw that took their life. 
And what did you say to me? I just, I said like, it's heartbreaking. Like I just feel like, I don't know if it's like the mom in me or the fact that who I saw was like a teenager. I don't know. Probably not because I feel this way all the time. But I was just like, I feel such a sense of responsibility and such like a, just like a calling to to just be like, to help and just like, I don't want to say save. I don't want to save anybody, but like, just I've been there. So I think it's one of those things where it's like, shit, like, <laughs> damn it. Like if I could have like, if they would have just known, like there's, there's a, a lady in Utah who has been there and, and, and it gets better. Like, I don't know. I think that that's where my mind automatically goes to where, yeah. where I said to you, like, I just, like my heart just aches and it just like hurts because I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, just hold on for like, 30 minutes like let me talk to you for 30 minutes and then if I can't change your mind or we can't figure this out by all means like I'm not gonna tell you what to do but like please help me like please let me show you a how powerful you are and the fact that you can go and you can feel like it's such like you said it's such a superpower to be able to feel that deeply and it's and to be able to feel that deeply and feel that vulnerably and raw and honestly and then pull yourself back up Mm -hmm. like that is amazing and it's it's living and it's and like you said like it's 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 okay and so like but we're taught and we're told if you have these things if you have these thoughts or you have you're like thinking these things there's something wrong with you and you should be put on medication and yeah you need to be locked up and you know what I mean? All of these things like you're normal and it's okay. You're human. That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. You're human. And I don't want, I don't want anyone to feel like, like they, like they're like, there's no hope in it. Yeah. Because you can still go low and you can still have feelings and you can still choose to stay. Amazing. I want to share just the text that you sent me because oh. I was I was in the other room and you sent me a text. Oh gosh, I don't remember, I don't remember exactly what I said word for word, and it was like thirty minutes ago. So that's <laughs> where my brain's at. No, you're fine. Um, and I'm like very emotional over all of this, so I would apologize, but I also am not going to. So you had shared that with me. Yeah. Right. Like, hey, somebody else took their life. Um, I don't know this person, by the way. This is this is what the text said, and I just think it's really cool. Also, why is it that when I find someone has committed suicide, I feel much so much responsibility for it? Like I just want to save them, and I couldn't. And I responded, "You feel that way too." And you said so much. <laughs> like my heart is shattered knowing. Um, this person committed suicide and I didn't even know him. And I said, okay, then we have to do something (laughs) because 
Um, I don't know if you guys know me very well, but I meditate a lot, most every night. And um, literally in my meditation tonight, I like there was a flood and a rush of everybody that I know of that has taken their lives. And I saw them for who they were before. I saw my relationship with them. Um, it was just a sign. It was, it's a, it's a sign just to, for us, right. Um, to be able to share something like this. And I hope that you guys, I hope that you guys hang on and I hope that you share the hell out of this episode or this message or, and I hope that you guys are able to text somebody that comes to mind. Um, because as you live this way, like we've chosen to live, when something comes up, you just have to do it. Yeah. And that's where we're at. Um, um, yeah, I'll share this. Why not? So we, uh, <laughs> I, the spirit world is a real thing. And I don't know how spiritual we want to get here, but why not? But uh, when I was in fourth grade, there was a kid that actually took his life that I knew. Um, and it's affected me up until this day. And in energy readings that we've gotten, and then also with, um, I mean, even in a couple of experiences that I've had with, with some of our clients, um, I know that that, that boy's um, spirit follows me around. And I've received messages from him and all of the things. And the only reason that I share that because it's super near and dear to my heart is just because there's a reason that things happen. Like I feel a very, like very called to the fact that these things happen, even happen to me, even at a very, very small, as a very small kid. Yeah. Um, and I think a big purpose in however I feel towards the people that have taken their lives that literally have manifested themselves to me over and over again after, um, through whatever avenues is just because like they want, I mean, I, I want everyone to know that they have, that everyone has the option, right? Um, you have the option to choose for yourself what you want to do. You can either take your negative emotions, all your frustrations in life and just call it quits or um, you can take those and actually use them as a driver for what you want to do with your life and find purpose. Um, that was a long route to get to where I was going, but uh, there's, there's a lot of validity in just knowing fully who you are and understanding that as you can follow your life's callings, like we're trying to do right now, um, how authenticity actually changes your life and molds it. Um, so that, that story was really cool. Just that you shared something with me and I also felt the same exact thing and that we have to act on it right now. Yeah. Like we have no other option than to act on it right now. So, Oh, which is very cool. It is very cool. <laughs> um, anyway, there, if you've ever been in that position, then we want you to know that, um, we have two and we want to be, we want to be people that you can reach out to. 
Yeah. But I want to give some advice to people um, that might know someone in that position or if somebody's in that position right now and like how to talk to each other. I love that. Right? I also like weirdly feel like I should share something. So you, oh, okay, cool. You, mine is just a story, but. No, we'll finish with that because go. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, no, I think like I was talking about too, because like mine's more personal. I actually don't think I've ever told. No, I have told you this. Yeah. Um. My like. I okay. So I was like, I don't know how I want to share this. <laughs> um, I think too, like you're going to talk about with like checking in on people, or if mm-hmm. you're in that circumstance. Um. I think the biggest thing and like, I don't know why this is so heavy on my mind. Like I'm sitting sitting here like, this is so stupid. I don't know why I'm sharing this. So like, I don't know, whatever we're just, we're going to go with it. Um, but I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. So, um, I think sometimes even these thoughts or these, um, feelings can even happen in moments where you're like, I shouldn't be feeling like this. Like I'm in a really happy place. So like the last time, I mean, I'm very postpartum. So, I maybe have had a few suicidal thoughts here and there. Yeah. And you and I have talked about them. There's nothing that's like been enough that I'm like, okay, I need to go back to the hospital. Although we are very aware of like my <laughs> mental state right now. Yeah. Um, but before that, probably the last time I had like very, very intrusive suicidal thoughts, um, we were at Disneyland. Yeah. And uh happiest place on earth. Happiest right? place on earth. Yeah. We went a ton. Right. Should have mm-hmm. should have been happiest and i literally am like sitting here and it's like i don't know and that this is why i'm like i don't even know why i should share this because it 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 really for me like we were it had been a rough day it had been a rough like trip mm-hmm. in general with the kids um and i was feeling so heavy and so like worn down and i remember we got on it's a small world and the entire ride that's all i could think of mm-hmm I sat on that stupid little boat while the song played and I thought to myself, my kids would be happier if I wasn't here. My husband would be happier. Like, I wonder how their life would be like if I wasn't here, it'd probably be better. Um, And I don't think like you knew that until like a couple of weeks later or a couple days later, I think I finally said something to you about it. I don't, and maybe I never told you. I don't know. I did tell you, didn't I? Yeah. Um, and so I think like even in those circumstances where you're supposed to be in literally the happiest place on earth, I was not in the happiest place <laughs> on earth in that moment Yeah. for a while. And it, it was scary to realize like, oh, mentally I'm here. I went far. I went deep. I think that's the perfect that I love that you said that because it brings up so important, something so important. And it's the, just the simple fact that we have no idea what someone is going through. And the, like you are able to hide things when you're in these mental states. So well, you can act happy. You can act, um, like everything is going great for you. Right. And the simple fact is that like, there are problems underneath the surface for everyone. 
right? And especially the ones that don't want you to see it aren't going to let you see it. Yeah. And so that's where it leads into how do you actually talk to somebody if you don't know what they're going through? Um, which is difficult, right? Because I can guarantee that none of your friends or family or your kids or anybody knew what you were going through. And I think you were the only one. And I think you dinged on me until I finally said something. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I need tissues. And so that's where I'm going to actually uh, invite every single person listening. And I hope everybody in the world to very much come more in tune with your feelings. Because your gut, right, can tell you more things than your head could ever tell you. Your heart and your gut will literally speak to you. So if somebody close to you is going through something, you will know. And I am have 100% certainty that if you are actually tapped into yourself and you can be self-aware, you can look at another person and know if they are okay or not. It's happened to me. Like, I guess I have that superpower, but I know if something's wrong. Yeah. Right. Um, and so please tap into your feelings, especially with your loved ones, especially with the ones close to you and understand that you like the feelings that come up for you are truth. Don't dismiss them. Like if you think that, that your sister's not doing okay, then that's probably the truth and you should reach out to them. That's the one thing that I know for certain is that if you listen to your heart, you will not. Right. Um, if your mom's not doing okay, if your friends aren't doing okay, reach out to them. If you have an inkling in your head, whatever thought comes up, act on it. Don't just be like, nah, they're good. I don't want to feel weird. I don't want to be like, oh, I don't want to be that person that says something and something's really not going on. Like, no, throw that to the side. Please just act on what you feel, right? Mm -hmm. That's my number one. The second one is... Um, and we even were going to make, we were going to make like sweatshirts that said this on we it, were, but we have a design and everything ready to go. The simplest text that you can send is, Hey, are you doing okay? And leave it up to them to respond because it's just a really, really non-intrusive way to start a conversation about somebody's feelings. Cause no one likes to share about their feelings, guys. It's really hard. Right. And so those would be my main two takeaways from this episode. If you think that your friends or family or anyone close to you is going through something like this, first tap into your feelings and understand that everything that comes up for you is truth. I think the other thing too. And then the other one is like the simple text of like, are you doing okay? Yeah. I think about that though. And I think like I ignore people. When I'm not doing okay, mm-hmm. which like if you're a friend of mine and you're listening to this, like <laughs> I'm, o- I'm okay. I got Matt, but like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I ignore you. Um, and like my family and very close friends now. Well, now everybody knows that about me, but most people know that about me. If you're yeah. close, like if I'm not ignoring you, something's not right with me personally. Um, and they'll check in a lot, but I like what you said as far as like tapping into your heart and not listening to your head because like in my Disneyland, moment mm-hmm. i was really in my head yeah and i could i could find evidence everywhere of why i shouldn't be here anymore 
mm-hmm. or why life would be so much better for everybody else if I wasn't around. And um, there's that too, yeah. That evidence was like I could have made you a list of a hundred different things as to that, but I was in my head, and it wasn't until I think I had a really good cry, probably. And I really like had to straight up kind of exactly what you said and place those thoughts kind of in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm making this sound so much easier than it really is. Yeah. But, and really be like, okay, like, are those things really true? Is that really what I want? Like, I'm not as lonely as I think I am. And guess what? Maybe I am a shitty mom, but like, okay, so what? Yeah. Can I change? Do I want to change? Because if I feel this shitty, I should probably like fix something if I don't want to continue to feel this way. Very cool. Yep. And so, and it's not like I don't still have those moments where I'm like, oh my, wow, I did, I just reacted horribly to that situation because I do, I'm human, Mm -hmm. right? But it is listening to your heart and not, and getting out of your head. So I love that that's like the overall concept. I feel like whether you know somebody dealing with with this or you like you have like a feeling that you should reach out to somebody like you said it's a really simple text and it goes a long way mm-hmm. I'm like hey i know this is really out of the blue but i was just thinking about you and i just wanted like i don't know i wanted to let you know i love you or you know i wanted to let you know i was thinking about you it doesn't have to be anything crazy and i think for like a person going through it personally all you want is somebody to notice you. You do. But even so, when that doesn't happen, yep. you got to you, you like listen to your heart. Biggest advice to somebody that's actually going through suicidal thoughts. Right? Yeah. Um go on a walk. Oh yeah, you do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um get out of your house, I don't care what weather it is outside. Um, get out of your house and go on a walk, separate yourself from what's going on. Look up at the stars and realize how small you are in this game that we call life. It literally takes me back to like, Hey, (laughs) everything that you think is so damn important and so damn loud isn't right yeah like you you are perfect this is okay i go on these walks and i literally i just come straight back to myself why are you smiling because i'm so sorry like it's so funny this whole goddamn episode is like full circle we were making cookies tonight in the kitchen Mm -hmm. we were jamming out to (laughs) the movie soundtrack wish yeah oh gosh i'm gonna cry again and We were like, I can't even talk. You're a star. We were listening to that. Sorry, yeah. you're a star. And you, it talks about that. Like, mm-hmm. like, do you wonder why you look up at the stars for answers? And it's like, it's true. Or like, you know, like they talk about how like, you know, like your eyes are these like microscopic galaxies. And I was like, as I was dancing in the kitchen with the kids and baking after yelling at them, um, <laughs> It's true though. It's the whole freaking song is about how we're just like these incredible human beings. We're literally stars. And but it's true. Like I do the exact same thing. I'll go outside and look up at the the sky and it's like, oh wow. Like 
it's overwhelming sometimes because you're like, wow, all this seems so loud and so big, but it really is so little. Mm-hmm. Like I'm one little human on, on planet Earth. And don't let that like change your mind of like that you're not important because you're so important. Well, the thing is, is that like the universe and if you actually want to go into that, we are all made up of the same particles. Yeah. And so what that means is that like everything outside of you is actually in you. Go listen to that song. (laughs) Because um, like you are the universe. You are enough. You are, you are the God of your world. You create this now, right? If you decide to take your life, your world ends. Yeah. Right. Um, Suicidal thoughts are very, very intrusive. They're very, very heavy. And I'm going to just preface this that for me, for myself, and for a lot of people that go through the same thing that I've talked to, they don't go away very quickly or if at all. And so learning the ways to cope with them and learning the ways um, or learning why they come up for you and being able to actually like preface everything and be like, hey, wait, I'm going to do this so this doesn't come up. Yeah. Right. Is really, really important. Um, we're able to like, I've personally, I've been able to walk a lot of people through that and I'm very, very proud of myself for it. And so if you're somebody that like struggles with that, please reach out to me. I would love to talk to you. Um, but like these thoughts don't go away. We need to figure out the triggers for them and we actually need to figure out how to address them beforehand. Right. And then, um, understand that right now you are enough. That's what it comes down to. Um, breathing is another really cool thing that I want to talk about really, really quick before we end. Uh, breath is life. And so you'll notice that when you're in your very low emotional states and your suicidal thoughts or whatever it is, uh, your breath gets very short, right? Yeah. I had a meltdown a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. and you watched me have a meltdown and I was like kind of bugged in the moment because I wanted you to like kind of come to my aid and you just sat and looked at me as I (laughs) cried on the kitchen floor. I was literally having like what I would describe probably as a panic attack Yeah. and I held my breath Mm -hmm. and you just kept saying, Laura, you got to breathe. And I wanted to be like, fuck you, man. I'm not (laughs) going to breathe. It would have got me to breathe. And then I just sat and held my breath on the floor Mm -hmm. and I finally was like, I do need to breathe. And once I was able to come back to my breath, my head got a lot clearer. Your head, yeah, all the thoughts go away. Yeah. Right? You you jump from your parasympathetic to your sympathetic nervous system. Nervous system. Nervous system, yeah. You go from fight or flight to actually being calm. You fill up your body with oxygen. Your blood molecules actually expand. You're able to feel life again. Like, breathing is life. And when we get into those low emotional states, like, your your breathing gets super shallow. Your chest gets shallow, Right? because your brain is telling you like, Hey, this isn't this, you do not want to be alive anymore. Mm-hmm. So let's shut this off. Right. It's the conscious decision to get out of your brain and actually start feeling again and breathe in life. Again, a lot of breathing techniques around that, but these, sorry guys, it's just something I'm super passionate oh, about. I so it. I could talk about it all day long, but, uh, um, just to wrap up guys, like there's very, very simple ways to be able to get out of being in that mindset, but they very, they feel very hard when you're in it. Right. And I'm going to say it does take like some guidance and some people helping you 
to get out of those states because like our brain literally wants us to stay in those states, right? It wants us to run away from all those things. And a lot of people run away to the point where they actually do take their lives, right? Because they don't want to feel that uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. They don't want to be in those. Right. And so, yeah, a whole lot of things. We've talked about a ton. We have. So as you <laughs> enter the new year. Oh gosh. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, yep. What? <laughs> Again, Merry Christmas. Happy new year. As you enter the new year. Yeah. Please just remember that you're good enough. Mm-hmm. And, and life is exactly how it should be for you right now. And it's going to be okay. And we're here for you if you need anything. But please don't get too down on yourself. Please, 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 please know that there is always room for change and growth if that is what you're wanting. But if it's not, that's okay. And you are absolutely perfect just exactly how you are and if you need to turn your phone off please do that go outside go look up at the sky and realize that like you are so capable of whatever you want to do and you mean the world to so many people that you probably don't realize that you do So be kind to yourself. I know there's two people sitting in Utah (laughs) who are right in the thick of it with you. And you're not alone. Even if you feel like you're alone, I, I like you're not. Please find us, DM us, call us. Like I said, we both feel such a huge responsibility. And I know I can't save everybody. Like I know that. But I sure as hell can try. (laughs) We love you guys. We do. So Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. 